Hello and welcome to another Hotbox. This is Hotbox number 23. And uh, well, we're building up quite a, a library of Hotboxes now here on jazzireland.ie website. So feel free to dig into them. I hope they still stand up to scrutiny after months and months of lying there in the archive. Well, regular Hotboxes will know that we are in the middle of an alphabetical pianistic encyclopedia and that the most recent episode was so overpopulated we had to leave out a whole binful of the recorded work of piano players whose name starts or started with the letter H. Well, H, of course, is a pretty good letter to start any name with, and one listener was bold enough to ask me if I was a piano player having a name starting with H. Alas, no. Uh, Despite a short struggle with a piano teacher called Wagner, I kid you not, uh, the piano eluded me. So now we will have Hotbox H, uh, repeated as it were, but we're really going to deal with the letter I, which surprisingly, I suppose, isn't a very popular one to uh, to start in a name with. Uh, we can only find two uh, pianists actually in the I file, Abdullah Ibrahim and Vijay Iyer, both pretty monsters. Um, so back to H anyway, to start get starting, uh, we can get going with a stalwart of the Chicago jazz scene. Um, I wonder if he was Irish in heritage, I think he probably was. Uh, much recorded, but little known elsewhere. Eddie Higgins. <laughs> Thank you. 
tasteful pianist uh, from the H-File, Eddie Higgins, who was mainly based in Chicago, almost 20 years indeed as the house pianist at the then-famous jazz club, the London House. He played in that capacity with everybody from Stan Getz to Dizzy Gillespie to Wes Montgomery and so on. He died back in 2009, and that piece was called Nightingale. I first became acquainted uh, with the work of this next pianist when he occupied the piano stool in the early days of the terrific big band Thad Jones' Mel Lewis Jazz Orchestra. Somewhere along the line, he was awarded a knighthood by the state of Liberia and was always known thereafter as Sir Roland Hanna. He's, alas, no longer with us either, I'm afraid, but he left a great amount of recorded work, among which is an album of Duke Ellington tunes interpreted as solos, and very good they are too. Thank you. 
the delightful Roland Hannah there with uh, Duke Ellington's In My Solitude. Uh, lifelong friend of Tommy Flanagan. Uh, he, they were both from Detroit. Flanagan, I guess, is perhaps a little more famous than Roland Hannah. I'm not sure. But most famously, uh, Hannah was a member of the Charles Mingus entourage. And later, as I said, he was with Thad Jones, Mel Lewis, and the... Then he went on to the Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra, one of their first... Uh, pianists as well. Let's shake things up a little bit. We've got awfully mellow, haven't we? Um, uh, we'll go to a musician, a, a modern-day musician still in great demand touring the world. Kevin Hayes is his name. He started professionally when he was just 16. And in comparison to our first two H players, he's, I guess, one of the newer fellas. But he's actually, uh, well, he was born in 1968, so you work it out for yourself. Kevin Hayes here with Aqua. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hayes there with Aqua, and uh, he was accompanied by Ron Carter and Jack DeJohnette. Good company indeed. 1996 was the year of that. Well, there can be only a handful of jazz pianists who've been so successful in expanding their audience beyond the confines of jazz. And Herbie Hancock is certainly one of them. In the last hot box, uh, dealing with the pianists under the letter H, uh, I played an early Hancock track from 1964 indeed, and I promised at that time that I'd bring his works a bit more up to date. So now's, I guess, the right time to do that. Uh, Hancock may be the most honoured of contemporary jazz musicians. Certainly he's in every hall of fame, and he could be forgiven, I guess, for resting on his laurels, but generally speaking, he certainly doesn't.
Herbie Hancock there from uh, his, the album he made of um, Joni, Joni Mitchell music that was called Sweet Bird and he was with Wayne Shorter um, on the saxophone, Dave Holland was the bass player and somewhere along the line there was Vinnie Kaleuta on the drums and Lionel Luecki on the guitar and as far as I know uh, Luecki was certainly with him uh, last time Hancock played Dublin. Well, I guess Stan Hope isn't exactly a household name, as Herbie Hancock is, Um, but for many years he was a journeyman pianist around the New York scene. He was born in uh, Atlantic City, and that's where he got started. He he started playing professionally very early on in his life. Uh, He got a gig uh, when he was 15, uh, playing in the Atlantic City Hotel, and uh, he said of that night, I had so much fun that I told myself I'd do this for the rest of my life. And he did, and he played along there with with uh, Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie and all kinds of the great and good who passed through Atlantic City. He eventually ended up in Queens. Um, he was uh, in demand for uh, sideman duties with Houston Person and uh, with Hank Crawford, indeed. He was the house pianist in various clubs over the years. So let's hear a bit of Stan Hope now. This is from his album, which is called Pastels, and he's in the company here of Ray Drummond. Ray Drummond, I should say, and Kenny Washington.
Stanhope there with Be Anything. And uh, as I said, he was accompanied by Ray Drummond and Kenny Washington. And I forgot to mention at the start that he was also going to be in the august company of Houston Person on the tenor saxophone. That was recorded uh, back in 1999. Well, keen uh, uh, hot boxers will know that this is supposed to be a programme about the letter I, pianists filed under the letter I. And so we'll go to I now, although we haven't quite finished the H's, I'm afraid. I found it impossible to resist including this piece. And in spite of the fact that it's a few seconds under 15 minutes long, um, it dates from 1976 when Dollar Brand uh, was the name of Abdullah Ibrahim. He wrote it, uh, he directed the sextet that played it, and it's a fine example of the inspiring music that still managed to come out of that era when apartheid uh, almost put an end to the ability of black musicians in South Africa to earn any money. Uh, don't look for sophistication, or indeed, um, don't look for uh, a lot of keyboard work. You don't hear an awful lot of the pianist on this. Um, But you can marvel at the spirit and the sheer enthusiasm that made this music so irresistible. If you thought we were getting a bit mellow over the last 30 or 40 minutes, well, you're going to be shaken out of that right now. This is Black Lightning.
early piece from Abdullah Ibrahim, or Dollar Brand as he was then called. The piece was called Black Lightning and very much brought the music of Cape Town to us uh, back from 1976. It made no particular claims, I guess, to pianistic excellence by its composer, but it had such a mesmeric effect that it was considered a hit within the black community in South Africa. If I may digress slightly, many years ago I found myself staying in a mountain resort hotel in eastern South Africa, and in the dining room meals were all accompanied by the dreary covers of international soft pop songs, to the extent that after a couple of meals I went up to the owner's wife and asked if I could put on some South African music to which she agreed I'd recently raided the bins of record shops in Cape Town so I was well equipped. The effect was quite astonishing. The entire dining room which was consist- consisted mostly of white Johannesburgers uh, came alive um, what is this fantastic music they asked where can we get it sadly I had to tell them that it was their music but they just didn't know it Let's move very, very far now to the new album from Fred Hirsch, nominated on two fronts for Grammys for this year. Marvellous stuff. Solo piano. Thank you. 
Just marvellous stuff. One of a small handful of brilliant musicians of his generation, according to Downbeat magazine. Whisper Not was the title of that piece, in case you didn't recall it, uh, written by Benny Golson. For the album, uh, That uh, with the title of the album is Open Book, which is a truly wondrous album from beginning to end. He's also uh, just published his autobiography, Good Things Happen Slowly, which uh, is on my Christmas list. It's a warts and all life story, uh, telling of his music, but also of his long struggle with HIV. Well, moving on to another of today's brilliant pianists. Uh, this one is filed under the letter I, and it's VJ Iyer. Last seen in Ireland in Cork, I think, I'm guessing about seven or eight years ago. Thank you. 
Yeah, <laughs> leaving you suspended there. That was Vijay Iyer um, and uh, with his tune which he called Big Brother. Well, we really do have to apologise to many players whose uh, surname has the misfortune to start with an H. I'm thinking particularly of David Hazeltine, who's a wonderful pianist around the place, and particularly also of Jutta Hip, who was a German pianist who emigrated to the United States just before the Second World War. Both of those uh, we really should be listening to, but we're not. But we do have to hear some John Hicks. And then before we close up the hot box with a more recent piece from Abdullah Ibrahim. This is Left Bank Swing from John Hicks.
Sean Higgs with Left Bank Swing. Well, I said we'd bring our view of the great Abdullah Ibrahim more up to date. So we will now go over to a concert in Cape Town. Admittedly, it was 20 years ago. And hear his someday soon sweet samba. Thank you. 
Someday soon, sweet samba, Abdullah Ibrahim with Marcus McLaurin on the bass and George Gray on the drums. And they close the lid on this hot box. And indeed, on both files of H and I in the piano department. I certainly hope you've enjoyed the trawl through as much as I have, although I always regret having to leave out so much great music. The next hot box, it will be a big band affair, so please bring your seatbelts. For now, though, if you have been, thanks for listening.